Narcissists are prone to have addictions. Sometimes that's drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever it might be. Sometimes it's pornography. Now, pornography oftentimes happens in a narcissistic relationship, and oftentimes it causes problems. Has that been a problem in your relationship with the guy in your life constantly going after pornography and not you? How does this porn addiction lead to narcissistic behavior? Or how does it relate to narcissistic behavior? Can porn addiction be one of the causes of cheating? And how does it actually matter in a relationship when you're with a narcissist? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to help people understand about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net to help you rewire the story that you're telling yourself and to break free from the trauma bond that keeps pulling you back to a toxic person. When we talk about this aspect of narcissism in pornography, narcissists typically have addictions different types of addictions, different aspects of addictions. A popular one is pornography. Pornography is a huge addiction for a lot of people out there. And so in this video, we're going to explore just the relationship of the porn addiction and narcissism in relationships and talk about like how the impact actually happens on narcissistic relationships. Okay, so diving in. The role of porn in narcissistic relationships. Oftentimes, it's a common issue inside the relationship because they're often struggling with feelings of inadequacy and a constant need for validation and attention. Now, narcissist isn't always going to get attention from everybody, but they want that attention. So it's like, what is going to make me feel good in this moment? So it's looking for something to be able to sedate, to be able to feel better about themselves in that moment. Now, this is true for a lot of things with pornography. It's not necessarily just narcissism, okay? Narcissists oftentimes have pornography addictions, but it's not always them, okay? So just putting it out there so people understand. Okay, when, when a narcissist turns to pornography, it oftentimes it's the easiest way to be able to escape reality. When we're talking about narcissism, it's building these false senses of reality to feel better about themselves. So like I would build a false sense of reality that says, hey, it's okay for me to cheat. It's okay for me to look at pornography. It's okay for me to lie because this is my reality. This is where I'm at. And so it doesn't really matter about everybody else. Oftentimes pornography is meant to be able to feed the ego, to be able to put in a false sense of like, oh, this is how good I am. This is how amazing I am. And it helps pump me up. Like that's the thought process. Okay. So when we're talking about this aspect, it ends up being an addiction and it ends up distorting a lot of the versions and a view of how they actually view relationships. So when you have someone who is constantly looking at pornography that is addicted to pornography, and so addicted not just of like, oh, I can stop anytime, but no, they actually like stop. Like there's a difference of like what's actually addiction, what's actually not. But getting to the place of saying like, hey, I actually understand that this is a problem. When a, when a person has an addiction to pornography, it ends up changing their view of intimacy and ends up changing the view of the other person. This slides in perfect with narcissistic personality disorder because a narcissist already views you as an object. How much different to view just as a sex object? Not very much different at all. So a lot of times you'll see that correlation happen. This doesn't make it difficult for a narcissist to connect only. Okay, it also has to do with the guilt and shame of who they actually are. Sometimes the guilt and shame just of the pornography, like there's a, a back and forth, a circular reasoning in one sense, and not being able to connect with you on an emotional level. There's this aspect we see a lot of times where a narcissist is really good at chasing someone, getting someone, wooing you into a relationship, and then once you're in a relationship with them, doesn't really know how to have any depth 
doesn't really know how to get any better, doesn't really know how to go from a shallow relationship to a deep relationship. Oftentimes, it's because they're also sedating with other addictions. One of those being pornography, making you just be an object to them and not really caring about you any more than what they get out of you in the moment. All right, so a narcissist oftentimes is gonna prioritize everything that they want, okay? So sexual needs, sexual behavior, all this kind of stuff over themselves. Oftentimes, pornography is a way of like, oh, I need my needs met. I'm not showing up in the relationship. I'm not getting what I want in the relationship, so I'm just gonna go and get my needs met. Oftentimes, you'll hear a narcissist be like, well, you're not getting my needs met, so that's why I cheated. That's why I look at pornography. It's okay for me to do this because you're not giving me what I want. This leads to a big sense of entitlement where a narcissist feels entitled to what they want in the moment. Now, you put in pornography and sex into that, fills that void a little bit as well of like, mm, now I'm getting what I want in the moment. So a lot of times I use pornography to be able to fulfill the desires without having to worry about your feelings, without having to worry about how you actually feel the emotions that you struggle with about it, doesn't really matter. What's it actually look like when we talk about pornography and cheating? Oftentimes it leads to a pattern behavior that makes cheating a lot more likely to happen. And sometimes people are like, no, I just look at it. Well, we normally see a progression of where you look at it and then you engage with it and then you interact with it more like online or you'd start like an emotional affair and you start dabbling into the physical. Like this happens. We see this progression happen. This is something that happened like early on in my life, like getting introduced to pornography and seeing it in my life and seeing it in a way of like, oh, now it's actually here. Then it becomes more of how I'm viewing other people, how I'm interacting with other people, and then it continually leads forward. Okay, do I blame pornography for my cheating? No, like I blame myself for the choices that I made. Okay, so I'm not putting any blame on that or narcissism or anything like that. I'm just saying, hey, this is something that led me in that direction that helped open up those doors to say, oh, this might not be a bad thing. Maybe I can continue down this road. And so we see a lot of times pornography opening the door to the aspect of cheating. Um, when we talk about porn addiction, oftentimes it will distort the narcissist's view of intimacy, of relationships, and a lot of times they'll have a difficulty of the distinguishing the two. You'll see this sometimes where a narcissist wants to have a threesome with you and someone else or wh whoever, and it's like trying to fit this certain fantasy because of what they've already engaged with, because of what they've already seen. And then you go with it or you like push back and there's all of a sudden this like push pull of like, well, wait a second, I thought you loved me. I thought you cared about me because my needs matter more than yours. Okay, so this, sometimes this whole concept will lead to extreme like sexual experiences and will lead you to a place that you don't want to be in or will lead the narcissist to seek out affairs, other sexual partners, uh, sometimes dabbling in different types of uh, sexual encounters or different partners, different types of people, like all different types of things to be able to see like, oh, like, is this what I want? Because they get to a place where it doesn't really mean anything anymore. And they're still looking for the next high, the next like connection, the next like, like moment with someone that's like, oh, this is new. This is amazing. Because that's all it is. It's looking for like these like hits in one sense when we talk about the addiction. Uh, sometimes you'll see them seek out like multiple sexual partners, uh, even in a committed relationship being like, let me find someone else. Let me find multiple people. Let me like have this addiction to porn, but then also look for the validation like person to person or whoever it might be. Okay. So when we talk about pornography in the relationship and we talk about how it actually affects, there's this aspect of like, the need to address it. And I, I bring this up as far as a need to address it because if you can't work on addressing the small things, like if you, if you think your partner's a narcissist and you can't work on addressing the small things, there's no point in talking to them about narcissism. 
Okay, now I want you to consider this. If you have someone in your life and they're, con they're constantly a liar, and they're not gonna be acknowledging the truth and they're also not gonna acknowledge the truth of the pornography and how it actually affects their mental capacity to be able to connect and to love you. And so there's a piece of it that until they're willing to be honest, there's no point in even bringing up narcissism. There's no point in even like talking through this. Same exact thing with an addiction. If you have anyone on any addiction, it's almost impossible to work on anything narcissistic until you deal with the addiction. So if there's pornography in the relationship and it's happening over and over and over again, and this person's like not letting it go, not cutting it off, not saying like, hey, I need to work on myself, then that addiction is just going to keep being prevalent no matter what. And there's no chance of being able to work on narcissistic personality disorder or narcissism as a whole. Okay, so just understand like that piece of it. So we talk about this aspect of addressing it, like you have to be able to get to the place of saying like, hey, I'm not comfortable having this in the relationship. Like if you wanna do that, totally fine, but it's not gonna be with me because I'm not willing to open up that door to the cheating, to the relationship that you're going to put down, that you're gonna put it a place where the trust is lost, where you're just seeking out your own selfish needs and you're not actually engaging in a healthy relationship that's actually helping both of us. Like this part needs to be understood because otherwise you're gonna to get to a place where the intimacy is gonna fall apart completely if it hasn't already, if you're with a narcissist because there's not a depth there. Like instead there's just like, oh, I want what I want. I'm gonna get it when I get it, all this kind of stuff, okay? But open communication, working on this of saying, hey, this is something I'm not comfortable with and then seeing how they respond. Like if they're unwilling to actually see your perspective, then that's also a sign of like, wait a second, this person doesn't really care. When we talk about this aspect of pornography in the relationship, it's a dicey subject sometimes. Like some people are gonna get upset about this, some people won't. At the end of the day, like you need to find someone that is willing to have the same values as you. And oftentimes you don't see that with someone who is addicted to pornography and you don't want that. Or you are like, I don't care if you're with that, but then you need to still be able to connect with me. You need to understand that that's not gonna happen. Like the, there's not a majority of people out there that are going to be addicted to something and addicted to you at the same time. It's just not going to work because they're comparing you to everybody else. They're fantasizing about all these other relationships when they should be developing a relationship with you. This is how I showed up in my relationship multiple, multiple years. So you need to understand, I'm not just saying like, oh, there's pornography. Like, no, I've lived this. And this is the point where people need to understand, like it is something that will destroy your relationship over and over, hands down. Because what happens is you put that stuff inside you inside my mind, you put that stuff in, on the screen, you put this stuff as like, oh, let me focus on this. The other person doesn't compare because everything on social media, everything online, everything that's out there is this doctored up different version perspective that people want you to believe versus reality. And the thing is, it has no depth. It has no value to it. All it is is a quick high, a quick hit to make someone feel better about themselves, to boost up the ego. Then they feel bad about it. The shame happens and then it cycles back through. There's a whole shame cycle just inside pornography addiction. So many different ways that it ends up breaking apart the relationships that are there because the person is too focused on a fantasy and a fiction than they are with the person that's right in front of them. If you're stuck in one of these relationships and you're like, I don't know how to get out and I also don't know what I'm dealing with, then click on either the link in the bio or go to escapetoxicity.com. There's a chance there for you to be able to see and understand what is actually going on. We have a seven day challenge for $7 to help you see like the light at the end of the tunnel of understanding what you've been dealing with, narcissistic abuse, maybe the reactive abuse, maybe the guilt that you feel in the relationship, maybe wondering, is it possible to heal? How do I heal through a trauma bond? All those things are there. 
If you want an accelerated process where you're talking to me one-on-one or you're getting involved in our Thriver community, then you can go to realmotivations.com. You can schedule one-on-one there. We can start talking to see if you'd be a good fit for it, if it would be something that you're actually committed to doing the work required to heal, but then also to maximize like who you are and who you're called to be. That's what I got today. Thank you all so much.